I was Rumen came from Bratislava, Slovakia, and during the Second World War he saved more than uh, 1,300 human lives. However, his name passed into oblivion as a result of uh, totalitarian regime's interpretation of history. Today's exhibition reveals that it was Greenwood who in 1939 organized an illegal transport of endangered Jewish people from Slovakia, but also from Austria, which, uh, which fled Austria after, after Anschluss uh, to Czechoslovakia, uh, uh, to, to Palestine. It was Greenwood again who sent uh, 10 Jewish children from Bratislava to England in uh, Sir Nicholas Winton's kinder transports, including his own son, uh, where they survived the war. And it's my great pleasure to welcome here son of Sir Nicholas Winton, Nicholas Winton and his wife Dominique. came to us uh, even with records of his father, at, uh, where he found the uh, found name of Benjamin, uh, Benjamin uh, Greenwood. Uh, in the worst times, using his uh, reverence in society and all the methods uh, available, Grunhut was negotiating with the Nazis in order to stop shameful deportations of Slovak uh, Jews, and he saved uh, also many, many lives by his activities. After the war, Grunhut emigrated to Israel and became a protector and promoter of the Jewish uh, cultural heritage of Slovakia in the Holy Land. Uh, Slovak President Andrei Kiska awarded uh, the state decoration to Aaron Greenwood posthumously on his visit to Israel in March 2017, and the medal was received by his grandson, Ronnie Gorin. Owing to his uh, heroic acts and number of rescued lives, Aaron Greenwood can undoubtedly be compared to the renowned personalities such as Oscar Schindler or Sonny Crawford. We must speak today about uh, heroes of the past, about fundamental values of humanity, especially now when extremism, hate against people of other races, other religions or other color of uh, skin is again on the rise. President of Slovakia, uh, Zuzana Čaputova, yesterday uh, at Yad Vashem in Jerusalem, underlined, Holocaust is not just a Jewish tragedy. It is a tragedy of all of us. We are remembering the Holocaust not just for seeking those guilty, because crimes can be lamented and forgiven. Uh, we have to be aware of responsibility as well, responsibility to those who survived and continued to live with enormous moral trauma. This responsibility is obliging us to remind again and again, particularly to young generation, the horrors of war, including Holocaust tragedy. Let us start our journey through time through this very exhibition. Thank you. I am talking to Nick, son of Nicholas, or son of Nick, that's incredible. So your father, your late father Nicholas Winton, an extraordinary man and I have the privilege of recording as well, um, knew Aaron Greenwood by the looks of it. He knew this this other hero here, this other saviour of Jews, because they, their paths crossed, but you didn't know about him. Uh, no, but when uh, His Excellency Lubomir from the Slovak Embassy asked me to come, I did a little research and I looked up my father's list of the children who were on his train, and I can see that Aaron Grunhut's son, 
Benji, who was in the uh, train that was uh, one of Pa's kinder transport, is on his list. So it was quite interesting to connect the dots and see where he ended up. You would have thought there would be no more stories to come out, and yet they they come. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Isn't it extraordinary after all this time? It's actually quite heartwarming, isn't it, though, you know, to think that there are more stories of, of the righteous and the saviors. Yeah. Now that it's down to you, I suppose, you're one of the keepers of your father's memory, aren't you? I suppose there are a lot of them, but it must be a responsibility and a joy. Uh, it's a, one of the few good news stories in a terrible period in our history. So it's lovely to be able to use that story to remind people that they can make a huge difference in the world, that you don't need an army, that you don't need a government, that one person, if they're motivated and determined, can make a huge difference. Thank you. Oh, lovely to talk to you, really, and privilege. Your Excellency, it's an enormous privilege for me, you know, both on behalf of Jewish Renaissance and... As a, as a member, we're very involved in the Czech and Slovak committee here yes. as well. Um, this is not a story I'd ever heard of. I'm absolutely astonished. And so, c- c- how long have you known about it? I know just a few months about, about this story, uh, and I'm very glad that uh, Slovak journalist Ma- Martin Moser prepared this uh, exhibition about, uh, about Aaron Grünhut because uh, really also in Slovakia it's, it's not uh, not known personality and uh, when you discover uh, all, all the things he did uh, either uh, there during the war or either later in promoting, uh, promoting uh, Slovakia in Israel and uh, keeping the tradition of, of Jews provenient from, uh, from Slovakia in Israel uh, we see that, uh, that uh, he was really a great personality. What I'm absolutely astonished by is the fact that he was actually Jewish. I mean, I never, and, and yet he managed to do all this. Um, and I know his life was in danger eventually, and it was a, a, it's always a, a just um, Gentile who comes to your rescue, a farmer. You couldn't make that up, could you? But how did he manage to do what he did for as long as he did? I'm just absolutely astonished. What I uh, heard and what I saw in a in movie about about him that he was very liberal, uh, Jewish, uh, mm. and uh, he was uh, he was uh, very established in Bratislava society. He was a member of city council in, in Bratislava as the only Jewish, in fact, at uh, that time. So he was very respectful man, and he used all this uh, all, all his uh, respect uh, for helping other peoples, which is which is a very good signal. But and yet. But, I mean, there must be Nazis everywhere. How come they weren't on his case? How come they... He, he, was, he managed to do as much as he did and go on doing it for as long as he did. I still don't understand. And that's what I find extraordinary. It's as if there was... Yeah. Yes, maybe he had the feeling uh, when he can do things mm. and when he couldn't anymore. So when he couldn't anymore, he emigrated also. He, he, was, mm. uh, he was hiding in, in Hungary... Uh, in Budapest, when when the regime uh, in Slovakia was too uh, tough, and then he returned again to uh, to, uh, to Slovakia when, uh, when when it was possible to do uh, something. But at the beginning, uh, uh, he was allowed, in fact, to uh, to uh, take Jews away if, if he found the way how to do it, like Nicholas Winton. Yes, he, exactly. He did the same. 
because they were not against uh, to, uh, to, to uh, get rid to, of the to, Jews. Uh, uh, yes, something like uh, like that. You know that that was the, the ideology uh, that time uh, before they they decided to to uh, to make this uh, Holocaust uh, solution against uh, against Jews. But before that, they were they, they were eager to, uh, to to send Jews if they wanted. They, they didn't make obstacles. Yeah. But it was it was difficult on other side also to to accept uh, big quantities of refugees. Mm. Nobody nobody wanted to accept mm. uh, refugees, so it uh, again demanded a bigger uh, big um, uh, investment in uh, diplomacy, in uh, in connections, uh, and in money indeed uh, as well yeah. to persuade people to allow. Uh, allow people to enter other countries. Yes, and it, it fascinates me that he and Nicholas Winton crossed paths and actually collaborated at times. I mean, that they found each other, didn't they? So he and Nicholas uh, yeah, Winton yes. worked together. Uh, yeah, well, uh, he was crossed anyway. Uh, yes, mm. Nicholas Winton uh, was working with his team in Prague. Uh, but uh, but uh, Prague Jew, uh, Jewish community in Bratislava was connected, mm. so they they uh, they uh, met and uh, they agreed that uh, some some Jewish children from Bratislava mm. will also uh, travel with this kind of transports mm. from Prague, yes. and they did. And they did. And then this business with the ships, I I mean, what an odyssey! I mean, literally an odyssey, isn't it? Um, up rivers and you know, it's it's. It isn't. Did you say there was a film about it? Did I hear you say that? <laughs> Has anyone made a film about it? They should. It's a documentary. Yes, <laughs> no. it's a documentary. It's well, a, no, no, make no, a no, very yes, exciting film. No. But it would be an uh, yeah. exciting f uh, film, yes, because when, when you see this documentary, how people suffered, in fact, mm. uh, being in those uh, mm. two ships on Danube, mm -hmm. coming to Bulgaria, where they refused to, uh, to, uh, to send them further. They wanted to, uh, to return them back, uh, where they would uh, face a death. Yes. So it was really necessary to uh, to persuade Bulgarian authorities to to, mm. to go uh, uh, let them go through, and they went uh, in Romania. They uh, were put to other ship, which brought them to to Holy Land to to Haifa. Yes, so they managed to get there. Um, do you think there are lessons for today? Because you know the world is in turmoil with refugees on the move and needing places to go and not being accepted. There must be lessons for today. Well, I think that um, uh, every situation is different. That one situation that was really imminent uh, threat of mm -hmm. extinction of of whole uh, whole nation. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, it was no no doubt about uh, about that. Uh, now the migration has a different uh, roots, different reasons, and different uh, mm -hmm. uh, different uh, directions. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, as well, but what is necessary to to see it's uh, always to feel some compassion to uh, to yes. the people who are who are on refuge, uh, uh, to to see the reason why they are doing and to try to uh, try to help them first of all on the places where they live. Uh, uh, see if you can help them to stay. Exactly. I, I think the, what we have uh, yeah. to remember is they do want to stay. I mean, I don't think the Jews wanted to emigrate on that. Absolutely were, not. Absolutely not. That was their country, like like mm. it was a country of other nationalities yeah. who were living. And uh, I must say that we uh, in Central Europe uh, we miss very much uh, Jewish uh, community, Jewish culture. Mm. You see it in in uh, all those uh, uh, towns that uh, that a part of this uh, of this uh, society is missing. Yes, uh, it's a, that's a beautiful and a sad thing that you've said there. One more thing is that, of course. 
we talk a lot about this, we call it a double whammy, I don't know if you know that expression, that you, you might survive Nazism and then suddenly there's communism to combat as well. So he, you know, that was something else that he, he had to come to terms with and he, but he couldn't really come back I mean, you know, because, because of that. That's true, isn't it? Yes, absolutely, and uh, that was another totalitarian regime, and not everybody was allowed even to even to uh, come back. Of course, many um, many returned and stayed, but had to had to accommodate to that life, uh, very specific conditions of life there. So so. Uh, many people coming back and seeing what, what is happening in Czechoslovakia uh, return back to, uh, to, to other countries. Uh, it was that many cases in Britain as well of, of, of those who emigrated here, returned and emigrated again uh, during communist times. Uh, now Slovakia is quite a wonderful country. You've got a marvellous leader, haven't you? When? You've got a wonderful leader in Slovakia now. Oh, oh yes, we have a new president. Yeah, your president. Oh, yes, well, these women presidents, like in New Zealand and around the world, but she is something special, I think, your, your, your president. I, I can't name her, I'm sorry, could you name her? Yes, her name is Zuzana Chaputova, yes. and I, I quoted her today, uh, yeah. her, her speech in uh, Yad Vashem in Jerusalem. Uh, or her comments because she didn't, didn't have a speech, but uh, she commented it uh, on, on social media and in, with, uh, with journalists that this is really uh, not just the Jewish tra uh, tragedy, it is tragedy of all of us. Yeah. And, and finally, just on a, a, a beautiful, I've been to Bratislava, I've been to Spitskanova, but particularly what a beautiful city Bratislava is, how wonderful your Tatra mountains are, it's a gorgeous country that you've got. Well, you're going to agree, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a yes. lovely city. I, uh, I cannot anything but uh, to agree with you. I, I like my country and I like to present my country uh, to, to others as well. Good. Okay. Well, I hope to come back there soon. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you you're for talking welcome. to me, Your Excellency. I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm Sharon Barley, the Israeli Deputy Ambassador to London. Tell me, did you know this story? No, actually, I was not aware of this story until uh, today. And when I read the materials about uh, Aaron Greenhut, I suddenly realized what an amazing life story he has mm. and how his life story actually represents so many Jewish values and Jewish mm. virtues. What astonished me was that he was Jewish, but he managed to stay under the radar or one step ahead of the game. And, you know, for Nicholas Winton, at least he wasn't Jewish. But, you know, this, this is a Jewish man, an Orthodox Jewish man, operating within Nazi Europe a lot of the time. Well, it shows us, first of all, the power of one. How mm. one person who decides to take an action can actually influence so many other people. Mm. And... You know, we say, what he did, actually, with an action of one person, an initiative of one person, managed to save so many people. He was so resourceful and entrepreneurial in his way of thinking, you know, starting as an impoverished child, uh, growing into a successful businessman, and using his skills and his creativity for for the common good, for the good of the community. But always, as I said, he, he seemed prescient. He seemed to be one step ahead all the time. And I, that's what amazes me. And he had so many connections. You know, the, the thing is not that he, it's not that he had so many connections, but that he 
chose to use mm. his connections for... I'm, not, I'm nodding, incidentally. The, yeah. <laughs> he chose to use his connections mm. for this purpose. And mm. again, he chose, he made a decision not to be a bystander, yeah. you know? And uh, what his actions also refute this image of the passive... Uh, a Jew in World War mm. II, you know? Yes, he I was do. active. Yeah. He was proactive. Mm. And uh, uh, I think it's, it's, it's just amazing. Also, his very strong sense of community, the importance that he attached to, co to communal life, to be part of the community, mm. to, be, to feel uh, uh, responsible to other members of the community is, is outstanding and remarkable. Yeah, and... and you must be very proud that he, he went to Israel, you know, that Palestine's part of his story. Absolutely, and I'm, and, and I'm also very proud that Israel was and still is such a melting pot mm. in which Jews from different religious uh, uh, denominations and different ethnic background found their home and managed to uh, contribute to the... the the establishment of the state of Israel, mm. and they actually became a bridge between the present and the past, mm. between the uh, people in Israel and the Jewish communities in the diaspora, in their places of origin. And he excelled in on 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 this manner. So, yeah. and and all those boats going to Israel that we hear about, like the Exodus, and there was he sending boats up the Danube and just river and that river, and they got there. I mean, this was so. Genial! I mean, so genius to mm. to to do such a thing. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's it's an inspiration, mm. and what I'm really happy about is that through this exhibition that was open here today, we actually managed to, you know, bring his name back mm. into the awareness. You know, his name was passed to the oblivion, and now it, it has been passed back to real world, to reality. Yes. He has a name, he has a face, he has a story, yes. which we will remember. Yes, you know that's, that expression, you couldn't make it up. That really is Indeed. so true of this Indeed. amazing man. And saved by a non-Jewish farmer, that's like the icing on the cake, isn't it? It's hidden well. by, when he was in danger, hidden by a non-Jew. That is also beautiful. Well, there are good people along the way, mm. everywhere. Yes. Yes, you need to be lucky. Yes, and we need to cherish them. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>